Hello everyone and welcome back finally to a new episode of the Handling My Ship podcast. Now, it has been three months since the last episode in which I vowed to you all that I was going to be more consistent with my recording. I was going to keep you all up to date on the life of Carol and what was going on. But as always, life kind of got in the way and here we are three months later. But I'm finally sitting down and taking the time to fill you all in on what's been going on with me and my world over the past three months. So if we go back to the last episode that I did, which was on the 8th of August, I kind of gave you all an insight into what had been happening over the course of the year. So we had the big 30th birthday, there was the COVID situation. By the way, if you've not had COVID at any point, like how? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> well done on being healthy. <laughs> um, then there was chat about the half marathon that I was going to run and there was a bit of insight into my training, how that had been and kind of a few things coming up in the pipeline um, over the next few weeks to months. So I figured this episode would be a good chance just to kind of recap have a chat about all of those things that went on a few other bits and bobs that happened along the way and then just kind of talk about like what's to come over the next few months um in my life so literally like after the last podcast episode my life couldn't have changed anymore like people go through phases in life where they change jobs they move house like they get into new relationships, they end relationships. If you had to pack one of those things, you would probably deem it as kind of exciting, kind of stressful, depending on the situation. But like, it's a big life event. And those of you who know me will know that I don't really like to do anything by half. So literally two weeks after that last podcast episode that I put out to you all, I left my job, bought a new house and like it was chaos but a good chaos. So if we, let's just start at the top with the job situation. Now those of you who followed me for a while on social media will know that it's never been plain sailing when it comes to um, relationships and I've kind of touched base on that over the past couple of episodes in the podcast as well. I've had two long-term relationships break down and there's been houses, dogs, loads of things involved um, and it was a kind of shitty, a shitty ride um, but came out the other side, here I am like shit happens, you deal with it, you move on. So if we focus on the job situation, I was basically in a relationship with someone I worked with professionally. Those of you who know me won't know that situation, but I've never really been open and honest about that. It was very much a a hush-hush, um, like that's just how it had been since it started. For me, I thought that was the norm I just thought this is why it's like this um we can't mix business and pleasure it needs to be kept separate like nobody should know um it was all about like 
yeah, it wasn't really an ideal... Looking back on the situation now, like, there was a few things where I should have been like, "Mm, I don't really think this is good. But when you are... When you're in that love bubble, you you never see the negatives. And that's not me putting all the blame on my ex-partner. I obviously had the part to play in that as well. And the relationship broke down, but I was then left with the decision of, do I walk away from everything, like my house, my job, my relationship, or do I kind of hang on and figure out like what I want to do? If you... If you had to put me in that situation now, like hot-headed Carol would just walk away instantly. But at the time, I had so much on the line um, that I chose to stay. I probably stayed longer than I should have. So I stayed almost 10 months after that relationship broke down. I stayed in the job. And the only reason I stayed was for the team that I worked with and for the members that I coached on a daily basis. Like... By the point of me leaving, I had been in that job for three and a half years and I absolutely loved every minute of it. Like, the highs and the lows. The The team that I worked with, we were, like, so close. It never really felt like having to go to work. We had so much fun every single day. Obviously, there was days where, like, you get, you get tired. Like, you, like, you struggle to to get out your bed at five o'clock every single day, especially like the likes of now when it's winter. But there was never there was never a day that I questioned like, am I doing the right thing? Like, do I love my job? There's that saying of like, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. Like that couldn't be more true for working um, in that gym that I was in. Also, the members who I like absolutely loved loved coaching um we we were more kind of like some some of them I do still keep in touch with now which makes me really really happy I coach some of them now and they made the decision to move with me when I left which is so so flattering but the members similar to the team were like a family to me we went through highs and lows together and there was obviously the pandemic situation we spent endless hours on zoom doing ridiculous home workouts which is not really it wasn't our thing it wasn't what we did um and then there was the passing of my mum I couldn't have asked for a stronger support network around me at that time and they were part of that as well so making the decision like to walk away from from that gym and that situation is probably like one of the hardest decisions in terms of professional development that I've had to make like I knew months before I left that it was the right thing to do that I had to walk away but like I genuinely and people will just be like it's just a job like what does it matter Carol but until you've been in a situation like that, it's so easy for outsiders looking in to say, just leave, just walk away. Um, but it it was it was definitely one of the one of the toughest decisions um for my career to walk away that I made. Now it was never gonna be uh after the relationship breakdown, it was never gonna be like a long-term thing I knew there was going to have to come an end at some point but when that was going to happen 
just kind of filled me with that like nervous Tommy situation. But I finally took the took the plunge, cut the cord, and left left that gym in August. And the next the next kind of move after that was at the time. Do you know how like have you ever been in a situation where you make a decision and then you think, fuck, have I done the right thing? Like that was me and probably now to a point like not so much related to the gym but just with things that I'm doing in terms of business and where I want to go what I want to do like I question myself so much now um but I suppose that's the beauty of taking risks and stepping outside your comfort zone which we all know I am a huge huge believer in so if you if you have been on the journey with me for the long haul now you'll know back in 2021 um I started I created my vision of like what I wanted to do and like basically created my business baby which is the fierce formula those of you who are part of the fierce family obviously know what that entails those of you who do not know it's basically my coaching business um which I do remotely so online if you are not based near me in Glasgow or if you kind of know what you're doing you have a bit more experience in the gym that is my business baby but I also do one-to-one coaching as well under that umbrella of the fierce formula the goal for me, um, I created the Fierce Formula and what I hope it to be in months slash years to come is a bigger community and network for like-minded individuals who, like me, are at the point where, like for me, everything that I went through in life, the gym was always my sanctuary, like my safe place where I could go switch off from the world and just not think about anything and like it was such a lifesaver again that may seem dramatic and some of you listening might just be like I okay whatever but those of you who can relate to that will just know how massive especially after a pandemic especially if you've lost someone if training is your outlet for for your mental health like it is huge and for me the fierce formula that's what I would like to encapsulate within that business. Like I would like to create a safe space for females, males, anyone who wants to get involved, have fun while they're training, but also just be surrounded by by good humans. Um, like that is the goal. So that was 2021. I had that dream. And then I obviously left the gym that I was working in in August. And I thought there's no greater time now to finally like, push that dream even further so for the past few months I have been getting back into one-to-one coaching which I totally forgot like how much fun you can have with one-to-one coaching um and also just kind of putting plans in place for where I see the business going and like what I hope for the business to become over the next, like I said, months to years. So slight tangent on this part, but if you are interested um, and finding out a bit more about the Fierce Formula or if you would like to work with me in some aspect, then please find me on Instagram at c.dev underscore x or at the Fierce Formula underscore x. I am very shit at business social media, but again, like the podcast, I am vowing to put more of an effort into that and be more consistent with the business side of things. So 
that was the that was probably like one of the biggest changes that has happened um over the past couple of months. The next thing uh after that, which may not seem like a big change, but again, those of you who know me, like I, it's funny, like, see when I tell people when I like people who've never met me before or people who feel like they know me briefly through like Instagram listening to the podcast, like if then I sit down and have a chat with them, I'm very much like here's my life story if I trust you, um, if you're in my bubble. And it's funny, like, I genuinely feel sometimes I could have a TV documentary about my life because there's so much has gone on. Like, it's just been wild. But in August, I finally, 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 after a long time of doubting, like, not knowing if it was going to happen due to mortgage situations with the house and my ex I was finally able to get myself on the property ladder and buy a place of my own now in the past again um if you're familiar with this I've had property with both of my previous exes um and in both situations like I have ended up like through no fault of theirs or mine but just how it's finished like they've had the property I've not and like this was just a huge a huge like would you say milestone I don't really know what the word is I'm looking for but basically like the day I got the keys to my very own flat um like it was massive like I never thought I would get to that point and no matter what happens now and the future, like I will never I will never give this up. Um I worked I worked hard to get here. Like I'm proud of myself for being in this position and it just makes me really happy that now I have something that I can show like my hard work and my effort has gone into and yeah, it just feels really good. So those like People tell you that there are like certain situations in life that are mega stressful, like moving house, getting married, um, changing jobs, like these are high on the stress factor. Um and obviously, me being me, I don't do anything by half. I left my job, got a new house, and totally flipped my life on its head all within a period of two to four weeks, which looking back now and kind of reflecting on this is like mental and I think now taking the time to kind of like look back on everything that's happened over this year like it's been like it's been crazy like there's been so much going on and I've not really taken the time to just stop and slow down which is where I'm at now which is a good thing but it's also I feel like the point I'm trying to make here is like you should always like prioritise your mental health and self-care and I know people like mock the whole self-care and self-love situation but I cannot like stress enough how now I'm at the point where burning the candle at both ends and spinning too many plates like it's never going to be beneficial for your health um, and like your mental health and your physical health. So I am now trying to prioritise one, 
not putting too much pressure on myself from the business point of view because um, that is very stressful being self-employed and the current climate when things are like things are getting more expensive when it comes to paying bills personal training um for some is not high up on the list of things that they want to be paying for so it is a very a very risky industry to be in not just now but like a lot of the time so I'm trying not to put stress on myself on that part but I'm also just trying to be a bit more lenient with myself when it comes to my training which is what we'll kind of head into next so mentioned on previous podcast it is now almost a whole year since I left the gym that I was training at before and I've been kind of flying solo um Yes, I have a coach who I work with remotely, but training by yourself, especially like competitively, whether like so I train CrossFit, whether it's like competitive CrossFit or any other sport that you compete in, like if you don't have a team around you, it is very, very hard to motivate yourself to get to training every single day, to like push for to push for bigger events, to just have direction almost. So now I feel like I'm at the point, I'm not going to lie, there has been a few occasions recently when I'm like, is it now time to kind of sideline the whole athlete goal, dream, ambition? Um, Not that I was ever going to be like a full-time athlete, but I'm now at the point where I'm like my priorities are shifting I have my business baby that I need to focus on and also because like training by myself it's not filling my cup anymore like that's another thing that I'll like I am a big big believer in like if something doesn't fill your cup if it doesn't bring you happiness then like why are you doing it so I don't really know what the what the goal is and how that looks for me moving forward from here I thrive in an environment where I am alongside other individuals who have the same drive, the same motivation as me. And that comes um, down, like that's in terms of training and physical exercise, but also in business as well. Like I am not 100% happy with where I'm at now in my business career. But I know it's a stepping stone to the next place that's going to be greater and I'm going to be happier in. Um, but for now, it's very hard to to see to see that light at the end of the tunnel um, with business and with exercise. So I suppose the point that I am making here, again, just to kind of make this relatable to those of you who are listening, is if you can change the environment that you are working in or that you are training in, if we look at this from those two sides of the coin, then do so because you will notice a massive difference in your happiness levels, your productivity levels. Like, yes, there's still going to be times where it's going to be a harder day than others um but it's definitely going to be so much more positive on you and your mood if you're surrounded by people who lift you up so I'm not going to dwell too much on that negative aspect that's something that I I'm going to be 
working on and trying to figure out um towards the end of the year and into next year so if anyone <laughs> if anyone wants to be my training pal or if anyone has a cushy wee cushy wee setup that they want to get involved in or they want me to get involved in then please feel free to give me a shout I would love to have I'd love to have a home again in terms of a gym and a training family so yeah give me a shout if you know anyone <laughs> Um, I think like moving on from from work and training situation, the the last point that we should probably cover is like my personal life. Now we all know on a Tuesday I like to do a QA on Instagram, which for a while turned into DateGate. And those of you who are unaware, um Basically, it got to the point every Tuesday when I was trying to be like productive for business and find ways that I could kind of incorporate things into my like <laughs> helping people. Long story short, it turned into every single week like, Are you single? Have you got a man? What's going on? As if like I had been chronically single for a long time, which I definitely had not. Um, but I do have some good news for you all, or maybe some bad news for those of you who were potentially hoping to get me on one of these dates. Um, but I am seeing somebody now, and it has been it has been a fun a fun ride so far. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail on that. As always, um, my personal life I do like to keep quite private. Um. There has been a few snippets on Instagram here and there. There's been a wee soft launch. Uh, by the way, I didn't know this was a thing. Hilarious that apparently there's a soft launch of a new partner situation on Instagram. Like, I definitely feel like I'm an old woman now in terms of social media. But all you need to know is there's someone new in my life. He is making me very happy. We have loads of fun together and that that is the end of that conversation. So I think given that it's been three months since the last episode, I have done a lot of rambling on this one. Um the last the last thing that I would probably like to touch base on before we go is the the dreaded half marathon. Remember that time I said I was gonna run a half marathon? Um I did it. I did run a half marathon and now it feels like it's weird. It feels like it never happened. Do you ever get situations like that? Um it feels like a lifetime ago, but it definitely did not feel like a happy situation at the time. Those of you who run who run regularly for fun and enjoyment for races like I like I salute you hats off to you like how your body deals with that I have no idea like I am a small dense human long distance running was not like I was not made for long distance running the next couple of days after my half marathon like I genuinely felt like my knees belonged to that of an 80 year old woman like the effort to get up and down the stairs without feeling like my knees were just gonna shatter was horrendous absolutely horrendous um but if you had said to me two years ago you're gonna run a half marathon um 
you're going to enjoy it and it's not going to be as bad as you think. I'd probably have just laughed in your face, but I'm not going to lie. There was, after the first like three to four miles, which were absolutely hell, those of you who have ran the Glasgow Half Marathon, that hill at St Vincent Street to begin with, like, and then on to the Kingston Bridge, I questioned my decision a lot, a lot during that time. Like, why am I doing this? Do you really want to run the half marathon? You could just like sneak off here. Nobody would know. Like nobody will know that you've not done it. No, get your shit together, Carol. These were all the thoughts that were going through my head. And then eventually, like after that point, I settled into my rhythm and secretly quite enjoyed it. Enjoyed the fact that I could just not think about anything else. Like it gave me a bit of time in my head just to kind of put a few plans in place like I don't know if anyone else is similar to this but not that I run loads but whether I'm out I run or I like to go walks quite a lot sometimes listen to a podcast or don't listen to anything but this always seems to be when like most of my ideas for business and life and just things that I'd like to do and achieve come to mind so it was actually quite nice to have that headspace for a while I did not break any records in terms of marathon times obviously. I was just over two hours. Apologies to those of you who run half marathons a lot. Your ears are probably bleeding now at me saying that because it's such a long time. Um, But I'm proud of myself. The reason that I did it, um, as mentioned in the previous podcast and as mentioned on Instagram, those of you who find me from there, it was for, it was a tribute to my mum. So I lost my mum back in 2020 after she had a 21 year battle with um, breast cancer and it was more of a, if she can get through 21 years of a really horrendous situation um, and still like smile every day, be so courageous, be so strong and inspirational, then I can get my shit together and I can run 21 kilometres. It's like, it's definitely never going to be as bad. So the half marathon got ticked off the list and then after that week, which was probably like the worst time in ever, um, I then had a competition to do with Katie. It was our first cross at pairs competition um, and we came second, which was class. It was such a fun competition. I would highly recommend, it was Proven Grounds, uh, I would highly recommend those of you who are into CrossFit, give it a look. Um, check it out for next year it was so well run like the workouts were really fun and it was just such a good day and it was so much fun to spend the day competing alongside um, one of the girls so that was kind of highlights and the fitness side of things so now I feel like I'm at the point where I have rambled on long enough moving forward for the podcast I am going to try and talk the girls into getting onto an episode um if my dinosaur self can figure out technology as well we may also video the podcast at some point which i feel like would be really exciting um it would let you all see how much i actually flap about and talk with my hands which you don't get to see when there's no video but i am very <laughs> i move a lot um which most of you know who know me in real life um but that is the plan for the podcast moving forward. So as always, if you have any, if you have anything that you want to to learn or find out more about, and that can be from a training point of view, um, if you need, if you want a bit more kind of advice on personal situations, on how to just make your way through life with a bit more 
sound knowledge. I am not a master in that at all. But any advice that I can give you on my experiences, if that's going to be beneficial for you, then please do not hesitate to leave a comment um, in the comment section below or message me directly on Instagram. But for now, that is all I have for you in terms of my chat chat. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for lending me your ears and hopefully I will be with you all again very, very soon.